ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey, how about that awesome, awesome intro music? This is Kurt Schlichter. These are Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt-affiliated podcast for people who live within the universe. And of course, I do. I'm a part of the magic. Sometimes I get to guest host. But most of the time, I'm a regular listener. I listen to it every single day. I don't think there's any better wide-ranging wrap-up of all the voices from all the different angles, including dirty pinko commie liberals and horrible, horrible media people who make me want to scream and throw things at the uh, dashboard of my fine German touring sedan as I drive listening to the podcast. Because I'll be damned if I'm getting three up at 3 a.m. to listen, unless, of course, I'm guest hosting, because I live on the West Coast, and it's 3 to 6, and uh, the K-Dog don't play that. So it's podcast for me. You ought to be part of the universe. Get on there and get it. Uh, and you can also get me, Kurt Schlichter, here at Fighting Words. And uh, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, let's get right into uh, an area that I share kind of with uh, Hugh Hewitt because we're both lawyers. Neither of us are criminal lawyers, but we kind of understand this whole law thing. Hugh being a, uh, a, a con law professor and me having annoyed my con law professor by asking inconvenience inconvenient questions like this whole second amendment thing so you're saying it doesn't mean exactly what it says but there's this right to abortion in there even though the word abortion doesn't appear in the entire constitution is that how we're going and professor Mannheim went oh schlichter the worst so of course so we both have our our thing let's talk about what happened this week with uh the justice department uh you can't see my air quotes around justice Every time I say Justice Department, air quote, just assume I do it so I don't have to say it. Um, Hugh, had, Hugh worked in the uh, DOJ. Hugh has a great deal of respect for the institution. I have not worked for the DOJ. Uh, I have much less respect for the institution. And that lack of respect is based purely on its failure to perform adequately at the most minimal level of integrity over the last few years. Um starting out with the attempt to frame the president through the Russia thing, followed on by uh, the absolute unwillingness to punish guilty members of the establishment and the absolute willingness to frame dissenters for the crime of being affiliated with Donald Trump. I, uh, you know, that, in the words of Don Corleone, that I cannot forgive. Um, I like Attorney General Barr. I think he's a good guy. I think he's trying to steer the Titanic with an oar. It's a hard job. I think we need to give him time. I think we need to give Durham time. Hugh was correct, uh, though I had my doubts uh, when it happened. As it went on, the Mueller probe did come out and totally exonerate the president, uh, despite their best efforts. They did not want to do it. Uh, Their final report was absolutely unprofessional. Uh, and designed purely to feed 
a media and liberal establishment firestorm uh, with innuendo based on things they could not prove with evidence. They uh, betrayed their most basic job as prosecutors. And that betrayal continues with this stuff about Roger Stone. Why was the Roger Stone thing important? Uh, it was important for a couple reasons. The first reason is that it served to further highlight, and later in the week we saw more highlights, of the dual-track justice system that exists in the United States. The simple fact is, if you are a connected member of the liberal establishment, you will not be held to the same standards as other people. Other people will go to prison, sometimes maybe as long as seven to nine years, if these corrupt, biased Democrat prosecutors get out their way. Um, while, while these guys would get off. Uh, and, and, of course, we saw later in the week when Andrew McCabe was, uh, they told Andrew McCabe, we're not going to charge you. Um, Andrew McCabe essentially did the same thing that Roger Stone did, allegedly. If we can trust Roger Stone's conviction, we can't. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Um, the connected establishment guy walks. The friend of the president is ruined, and they're literally trying to make him die in prison. Um, we cannot have a functioning free country like this. We can have a dictatorship like this, but I got to tell you, uh, I got to tell you, liberal establishment, the whole dictatorship thing, not necessarily going to work out with you as the dictators. Okay, it, it, it you know, I, I people keep saying, I keep saying, I've actually written it in some of my fancy uh, books. You can go buy Militant Normals and some of my novels if you want. Bill Crystal doesn't like them. You'll love them. Um, Trump was not our, speaking of normal Americans, last chance. It was the establishment's last chance. If the establishment doesn't get its stuff together and start realizing it can't run this place like a banana republic, uh, then what follows Trump is not going to be anywhere near as polite or as nice. Look, we, we, we nominated a nice guy. We did. Mitt Romney, nice guy. Spine of jello. And that didn't work out. He, he was destroyed. So we we said, okay, we're, we're serious. We're gonna hire we're gonna hire Donald Trump this time to clean you up. Yep, they didn't get the hint. They didn't go, God, these guys must be these guys, these guys elected Donald Trump. They must be serious. Let's look deep into our hearts and unscrew what we have done. Let's try and get the system back to how it should be. Let's have some basic fairness. Let's have some integrity. You know, let's, you know, the people are obviously very angry. The peasants are revolting. They stink on ice, to quote Mel Brooks. No, that's not what they did. They're like, no, 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 we can tough this out. Trump will pass, and then then it's back. And in fact, we're, we're going to actually double down. We're going to make sure these peasants don't ever have a chance to speak again. You think that's, that's going to happen? You think it's going to work out? Because right now the establishment has rebellions on both sides. It's got a rebellion, and of course, and of course, hey, hey, I'm trying to talk to Hugh Hewitt's people here, dog. That was Barky, Barkin. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so see that's the, that's the beauty of the Kurt Schlichter Fighting Words podcast. You get life as it's lived including with my dogs going nuts because, like, some four-year-old wandered by, and he's clearly a threat to the safety of the family. So anyway, 
We elected Donald Trump. That's a pretty big indicator that things are not going well, that things are not right, that things are not okay, that people are upset. And they don't listen. They think we're just going to forget. They think if they call us racist enough, we're just going to go kind of shrug and, you know, submit. The problem with a lot of our alleged betters is they've never actually met real Americans. They've met other people who went to the same schools and the same uh, you know, colleges and worked at the same bureaucracies and go to the same parties in Georgetown. And they don't understand there's an entirely different world out there who doesn't take this kind of guff. And you know this is me doing a Hugh Hewitt podcast because I said guff and not the word that popped to mind. So, in any case, this stone thing is a disaster. Seven to nine years, a ridiculous sentence. Ridiculous. No one else would have gotten that. No one else would have gotten that. There are murderers who get less. There are rapists who get less. There are people who hurt other people who get less. And instead you get this uh, loquacious gadfly uh, gets convicted of uh, uh, crimes, there are more air quotes, that frankly all the liberal establishment is committing in our face. And they want to put him together, away literally for the rest of his life. The guy's 67 years old. You think he's, he's going to live nine years in prison? They want to kill this guy. Think about that. That That is intolerable, and it wasn't tolerated. Barr jumped on it. Uh, Barr had jumped on it uh, before President Trump jumped on it. And there was a lot of guff back about President Trump and his tweeting about it. Now, the, I understand where Barr is coming from. I don't want, I don't want him tweeting about active cases. And I, I get that. I also get that I sent Donald Trump to Washington to put the brakes on this kind of baloney. And if it takes him uh, tweeting out that this is corrupt and unprofessional and lacks integrity, then that's what I'm going to do. If you don't want him to tweet about how your organization is garbage, make your organization not garbage. Because they disgraced the DOJ last week. They disgraced the DOJ. You know, I... I, I don't know any other way to put it. I, I keep hearing how lots of wonderful people at the DOJ doing a great job, all fine and good, but I don't care until the people doing wrong are punished. Yeah, three of them resigning their jobs are still in the, apparently still in the uh, Department of Justice, and Darwin resigned too, uh, or at least got off the case. They should have been fired. Because apparently what they did is they went to their boss, said, here's the sentence. It, it wasn't exactly what, and, and then they recommended some that they didn't brief their boss on. How's that acceptable? And then six, seven, eight, nine years? It gets worse. It gets even worse if you can believe it. I can barely believe it. Because remember, I grew up as a kid in the house of prosecutor. My mom was a prosecutor when I was a kid. She got her law license uh, when I was about 11. And uh, uh, she, her first job was San Mateo County District Attorney's Office. And I remember her telling me very clearly when the first day she went to the DA's office, suburban California county, nothing special, not the, not the glorious federal government, just, just a regular county. And the DA, you know, met with her and said, okay, uh, you know, Deputy District Attorney Schlichter, I want you to know something. 
Your job is not to get convictions. That's not what your job is. Your job is to do justice. And if doing justice means dismissing a case, then that's what you need to do and I will back you up. And that's that's right. Department of Justice is to do justice. It's not to get convictions. It is not to run up people's times in jail. It is to do justice. And far too often, those things get confused. And that's what we've seen here. Uh, and it's worse than that because this is politically motivated injustice. Um, but something really horrible happened. After this stone thing came out, the foreperson of the jury, who during voir dire, which is when the jurors are, uh, you, you speak to the jurors to find out if there's a bias there, she basically denied being biased. I have no haven't said anything about this, about uh, Trump or the case, and I, I don't know anything. I don't have any preconceived notion. She was a Democrat candidate. Apparently, Roger Stone's guys pointed that out and said, hey, she's a Democrat candidate. The judge was, no, no, she could be an unbiased juror. Are you kidding me? And of course, people dug in, found the tweets where, why after, why, you know, before she promised, she, she had made no statements about it. She was tweeting about Trump and how often he was awful he was and of course she came out uh, after and started talking about how how wonderful the prosecutors were there is a manifestly biased juror and people start and of course the establishment start defending oh well you can't say that you know you can't expect someone to put away their political blood you know you know it, it was fair to have her on the jury that's fine that's cool oh okay you want me on your jury you want kurt schlichter's foreman on your jury Adam Schiff, when they finally catch up with you for your antics with uh, Ed Buck, you want me to be the guy in the head of your jury? You think that'd be good? You, would you feel good about that? Would you go, ah, oh, you know, Kurt Schlichter, active conservative, very, very firm views, uh, but, you know, I'm sure he'll be objective and cool because human nature doesn't apply anymore. No, that's fine. Yeah, Kurt's cool. You do? You you You, you think that's a thing? Let me tell you, I got this deal on a bridge for you. You are going to love it. It's fantastic. You will dig it. So what, 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 what should have happened? Well, first of all, this judge, you want to guess who appointed her? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. You know who appointed her. She lets this juror on. Juror's four person. They convict. And... Then it all comes out and um, not surprisingly, Roger Stone's attorneys have made a motion for a new trial. This motion will be denied. I don't know exactly how they're going to write, what reasoning or rationale they're going to have. But it doesn't matter. It's going to get denied. Mark my words. Now, if it doesn't, I will be like, woohoo, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, yay. But it, it, it's going to get denied. Just take that to the bank. But, you know, if we had a Department of Justice with any kind of integrity, the minute after this stuff came out, those prosecutors, not, not even the defense guys, the prosecutors should have gone into court demanding that the judge vacate this conviction. Your Honor, uh, we, we think the evidence shows that he's guilty. However, 
This uh, juror was manifestly biased. He should not have been on the jury. He had a right to an unbiased jury. He did not get that right. Even though we think we can prove him guilty and we want to do it again, he should get a new trial because she was biased. That's what they should have done. That's what they would have done if they had integrity. That's what my mom would have done back in San Mateo County. Think that's going to happen? Oh, come on! Because there's two systems of justice here. There are two. There is one for the Democrat elite, and there's one for everybody else. And all these rules and norms are simply weapons being used against the political enemies of the liberal establishment. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you know, maybe you're just, you know, how much does it take for you to open your eyes if you're not seeing this? You know, when I hear uh, Hugh Hewitt talking about, now he, he respects Barr a lot and wants us to have faith in Barr, and I'm, I don't think we have any choice but to have faith in Barr. But even Hugh is disgusted by what's happening. Hugh is the most mellow, kind of level-headed guy in the world. And this stuff, this, this, this stuff makes him angry. He wants the system to work. He wants the institutions that he was part of to have integrity. I want the institutions I was part of to have integrity. I want the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and Space Force, well, no Space Force when I was in, but you know what I mean, to have integrity. And then you get things like investigations because kids are playing the circle game at, uh, you know, at the Army-Navy game. You know, it's just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You get um, budget requests for the Navy that don't include the president's guidance of a 355-ship Navy. When I was in the commander-in-chief, when he said, hey, I want a 355-ship Navy. That's when you go, oh, okay, you salute, and then your plan that comes back to him leads to the 355-ship Navy. Now, it may be have some things like, well, sir, you, you want 355 ships, we're going to need another $20 billion. But you give me that, and here's the plan. Not, well, we thought about your plan, Mr. Guy who was elected by the people of the United States to be in charge of the military and other things, and we decide your plan was wrong, so here's what we're going to do instead. Do I need to point out that that is not how stuff should work? Do I need to point out that that is pretty much the opposite of the Democratic-Republican system that our founders thought they were putting into place? Time to clean house. Time to start firing people. I think fire for prosecutors. Keep firing people in the White House. Robert O'Brien, very close friend of the show, fired the Vidbid brothers and some other bums. Uh, need to fire more. And uh, need to fire some people in the uh, military. Need to get these people on board. President's told you what he wants done. Decisions made. Make it happen. Or quit, and maybe your deputy can do your job, because you can't. So anyway, we're going to be seeing some interesting stuff in the coming weeks. I'm excited. You should be excited. Anyway, that's about it for this week on Fighting Words with Kurt Schlechter. Thanks for listening to this Hugh Hewitt-affiliated podcast. 
I'm looking forward to talking to you next time right here. Adios.